What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. The worst videos on the internet. That's really? like my that's like my least favorite style of singing. <laughs> I feel like that type of singing is when people who want to want you to know they can sing. If they whether they can sing good or not, they sing like that. That's the type of singing you do when you go to like summer camp at a church and you outside and y'all battling vocals. I have a problematic question. Okay. Okay, y'all. For those listening, the person in that video is MJ Rodriguez singing. And MJ is a trans woman. Do you think... (laughs) Maybe it sounds like that because... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to be fair, hold on, because I know where you're going. To be fair, though. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. Please, please. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair. I don't like the original from Jennifer Hudson. I don't. Oh, is that who it's from? Yeah. Jennifer Jennifer. Hudson is a very drastic person to try to sing after because the girl don't know how to sing low low to save her life. I can't. And I love J-Hood. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. Don't (laughs) say it then. No, I'm just saying that I I don't like, whatever. Um, (laughs) I don't, that's not my style of singing though. I I think that, I think that. I think you said that on the show before actually. Yeah, and it, it is not that she sounds bad. Obviously, like she sounds amazing, but that's not something that I would press play on on radio. Um, they used to play this one Jennifer Hudson song uh, in Chaparral. What is it called? Uh, 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 uh. Spotlight. Oh, well, they used to play that one. That was a drag show song. She it did that called, one a good song. Uh, dang, what was it? I, and, uh, I, I'm hearing it, but I don't know the words. It's okay. Anywho, <laughs> that song was cool. I think it's because I heard it so much and it was catchy. I like that song, but you know, I'm more of a I like a straight to the point R and B. What does that even? I know what you mean though. The thing is, I get it. I think that J J Hood has such a strong voice, but we have clearly heard music from her that doesn't sound so extreme. But I think that's just her signature sound. So we just kind of got to pick our battles wisely. Yeah, and I I don't know. Cause sometimes Speaking I do of, like all them extra runs. I like Brandy. I love when she do it, but I think it's yeah, but just Brandy's, enough. Yeah, it's just um, enough. Speaking of J Hood, I just watched Dreamgirls for the first time, y'all, and I actually really like that movie. I don't like the fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a different time. It was two thousand seven. And uh, now every time I see a twenty seven piece, I want them to turn a wig around. Oh my like, god! Like, dang, why y'all had to do that? But it was actually a really good movie, and Beyonce did wrong. Actually, you know what's so funny? When Jay Hood uh, uh, confronted Beyonce and Jamie Foxx about um, sleep sleeping together, I was like, maybe she's wrong. We, they didn't show Beyonce doing that, but I was like, Beyonce probably had them take that part out of the script. Like, you're not oh, for yeah, the show. For sure. You're not for the show. But she did it. Beyonce did her thing. She can't add throw some songs in there, and baby girl gonna act down. You hear me? Listen, people thrive in their element. Hello, somebody. They better deliver. <laughs> y'all deliver. pull her. Y'all chose a perfect person for that role. Like, she was in a group like the Supremes since she was a kid. Yes, and I also love that she wasn't the main character at first of the movie. Yeah. 
And then boom, she was like, I can't sing, I ain't trying to sing. And then she was, oh, the power anyway. of TikTok. TikTok revived that movie. Well, I, to be fair, I always wanted to see it because I literally know the whole soundtrack, which is crazy. Same, same, same. same. <laughs> I, I knew the whole soundtrack before I watched the movie. Okay, so That's prior crazy. to recording, we obviously took a break for the holidays, and you yeah. came to Atlanta. Yeah. We did link up. Yeah. And we did we record. To, we went to Ulster. I was yes. talking about Ulster. We went to I was looking at that picture often, examining like the details of how they played in my food. <laughs> I want to go to 8 now. Her 8 was good. 8 sushi. Oh, we have that out here. Oh, for we real? Got that. Oh, I don't feel special no more. I don't want to go no more. Oh, my God. It needs to we- be one of one. Um, and we went, we, look, Alicia finally went to the daggone nail shop on Candle Road, y'all. I sure finally. did. My, my feet still feel like, um, ice cubes. Like, that's how they sliding. That took two hours. It did. Two, like an I hour. can't believe I t- it took that long. It didn't really seem like it, but it definitely did. I told you, they take an hour per foot. Every time. My feet still good. If I would've went to anywhere else, I would've been back to walking on cleats. <laughs> I'm gonna go again this week, though. Honestly, I'm just gonna go to my people when I go get my haircut. I'm I got. Um, I need to. I need to get back on my stuff. Like, I switched up my skincare routine a little bit, so now I'm like, I I need to get right back on my pedicures and manicures because since I'm doing damn product review videos, my nails be looking trash. So oh I yeah, get, get on, that. on that. So yeah, I need we'll to free. get. Um, so interesting that you say that. So I've been trying to revisit my skincare routine for my face. I just cannot escape the blemishes, man. I'm sick of it. I, my face will get super clear, and then I'll get these um, dry patches or these whiteheads, and then it's just all over again. So I do have on a – I actually have on a pimple patch right now. I, I got the clear ones that you can't see. But, um, yeah, I'm tired of my My forehead look like chocolate chip cookies. And um, I had used some products to get me out of that, but it just – I guess it stopped working. So I've been looking into a more curated skincare routine, like um, the La Roche-Posay's and all that. But it's okay. so expensive. It's so expensive. I got expensive. some stuff I can send you. I got some, um, I got some, uh, like acne prone skin face wash that I don't. I and I don't. Use. I appreciate that. And I don't know besides because I use an acne prone. I mean, I use Cerave, which is just safe, I guess. It's yeah, for acne, and it's, it's it works, I suppose. But I have been dealing with this my entire life. I wash my pillowcases. I take showers. I do everything. And I just don't. When does it stop? I'm about to be 35. It could be a lot of different things, though. I mean, your hormones, your. I only drink water. I go to the gym. My my cycle is regulated. People just have naturally acne prone skin. That's not fair because I be seeing people who got clean skin, and they people in the comments be like, "What skincare?" They be like, "Girl, I'm like, shut up." Genetics, yeah, nah. That's Zonique Jolie, Jay Lee, girls, Zonique. Skin on ten, sick of it. Like, um, that's the same thing with skinny people to me. Like people that's naturally skinny, they eat oh, a lot. Oh, them so the bad. worst. Actually, I want I want them to serve fourteen days in jail. Actually, because what? what do you mean? I don't care. Why? How are you eating junk? And not that it makes you healthy. I care more about the aesthetic if we keeping it real. So why Sweet. you get to eat, why you get to eat all you want and you Bro, and it don't do nothing to you? It's just I not just fair. Came to this conclusion recently like right before i came back home and i was in atlanta eating all that food i was like you know what realistically it's not the food that i want to give up 
cold turkey or just wholeheartedly, it's the aesthetic. Like, if I could just be small <laughs> and just keep it, I wouldn't care. But now I'm, yeah. like, curating my whole life because this is something that I got to do now for the rest of my life. This isn't something I could just, like, do for six months and then go back to normal. No. I gotta, yeah, like, exactly. You got to maintain it. And that's my dilemma right now. So I have been losing weight. I've been going to the gym. I've been lifting weights, yada, yada, yada. I actually just ordered some new weights for the house so I can um just... Oh, sorry. It was a really bad storm in Atlanta last night. I just heard some more rumble, so I guess she back for more. Um, but <laughs> oh but I, I follow this girl. I think her name is Digital Jada on TikTok. And she um, lost 45 pounds by just doing calorie deficits. Now, it definitely revolves around changing everything you eat. But one thing I like that she talks about, which should be common sense, is that you can still, you just have to repurpose the things that you love. Like if you really love, but something she does, she loves rice, right? Yes. Instead of eating two cups of rice, she'll do a cup or a cup and a half of rice and then have a cup of cabbage. So now it fills up that food, but it's not as fatty. So little, you just kind of got to reimagine it. Or she'll have, um, like she loves um, Biscoff cookies. And so she makes like a, a healthy version of any kind of sweet. She'll put Biscoff cookies on it. And it's like I still get That's to have it. That's what I'm on right now. That's what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. Right. So she eats a lot of food, but it's not making that kind of an impact, but it still has that kick. And that's my biggest thing. And honestly, my big issue is control because I will buy a pack of Uncrustables and I eat the whole box. And I cannot, there's nothing I it's can do about back it. in there. Because I it's don't think pregnant. anybody that eats as an adult, any adult that eats Uncrustables cannot not clear the pack. And bag. what's crazy is outside of Uncrustables, I kill peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I like the crust. But something about it already being ready-made for me is just doing something to me. And my friend, she posted this thing on Instagram yesterday. It was a freaking Uncrustable maker. Who ain't added to their Amazon cart? They have that? Let me see. They got it. And Hold why on. do I need that when I could just eat the peanut butter and jelly sandwich ready? I don't know, but I need the little crinkle bites. I need a little, like, a little mouse was chewing on the edges in a perfect circle. You know what it is, though? I think that... I think that people that pay attention to detail, they just the aesthetic really makes makes it. Like for it's me, crazy. Even it, it's certain things that I don't care what it look like; it's just gonna be good regardless. But I really <laughs> have to have a pretty plate. Like, yeah. Even when I cook my own food, like I'm not satisfied if the plate is ugly. When the plate, I'm the same is cute, way. Even even when I'm just cooking for myself, if a little juice leak over, I'm like, ah, get it up! Oh my god, get Alicia, it up! <laughs> I literally will break. I will use a whole paper towel roll. Just so okay, I can now wipe the it. plate of juice or soak up the juice so it won't. I only like it's my food really touch, so I get it. Now, I ain't that bad, really but bad. I, if it leak a little bit, I just cover it up with something else. Mm. But um, I get it. Now, I don't, I do make pretty plates, but some days, if it's day two, I just throw it on my plate. I ain't tripping. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. After that, after that first plate, it's whatever after that. I don't yeah. Care. I, I get that, it. The initial you do plate, plate really good. good. You do, your food be looking. Listen. It, pro who, it probably ain't even good. But it look, I'll just play it. But it look good. It really do look good. It's like very say, professional. I will say, I, pro I I have known how to cook for a long time. But if I'm being honest with myself, I probably didn't know how to properly season my food up until like three years ago. You know what? I think that just comes with maturity because I was just talking to somebody at my sister's house recently about black folks. We put the same seasoning on everything. Yes. Garlic powder, onion powder, lemon pepper. It's like you don't even think about it, but there are so many herbs and stuff that bring so much like dill, rosemary, thing. and yes. sometimes, unpopular opinion, salt and pepper is enough because of those herbs and things like that. So, and it really adulting, differentiates. Adulting is, I mean, uh, being an adult is realizing that sometimes salt and pepper is enough. 
Yes, and it's just about yeah. how you cook it because in at the end of the day, using those same seasons, everything tastes the same. So when it's just mm-hmm. it's just it's the but I remember I tried a recipe before this when I was eating chicken, which I think I might start by eating chicken. Don't tell nobody. I don't know. I just I miss it. I'm sorry. I miss wings. I miss American Deli. That's really what it is. I don't miss chicken. <laughs> I miss American Deli because to me, chicken don't taste like nothing. It tastes like whatever you do to it. But um, but anyway, I had cooked this chicken thigh meal with like some rosemary, some mango puree, salt and pepper, and it was so good it was so good oh my god but if i would have used garlic powder onion powder i would have tasted like i was at my mama's house see i feel like stuff like chicken and meat needs that like unless it's steak steak needs salt and pepper that's it just so it won't burn but if you char it right you can really hook it up that's very true um me personally i i will literally buy the onion and eat it Okay, That's just Northwest. how much I love onions. Mm-hmm. So okay, I Northwest. put garlic powder and onions on everything. Like onion powder. Onions is one thing. And onion, listen, garlic powder, onion powder is not bad, but I'm just saying if that's their go-to for everything, it's time, yeah. to, time to wake it up. You know what the I'm saying? The problem is that people use pre-made seasonings and they use multiple of them. So if you're mm. using a pre-made lemon pepper seasoning, you don't need to use like Lowry's or oh yeah, some, some other mixed seasoning like that that's already got a lot of salt in it. Like and now I do not like seasoned salt. It tastes like I don't know. It don't it don't I belong on nothing. My Lowry's out at the begin at in last summer. I, I just we used it so much growing up, and I genuinely can't think of a single plate that it made better. What is it for? Exactly. But Somebody you know explain. What, but you know what though? When when you go into like ramen restaurants, they have like liquid seasoning salt seasonings like liquid though so i don't what you mean so like it's it's like seasoning salt i guess it's their version of it but it's in a little container like yes but they probably but i think i think that there's one specific seasoned salt that we both know and it tastes the same no matter what and i'm just sick now recently i found um i love flying biscuit y'all real bad and they moon dusted potatoes are so good and i found a recipe online that literally breaks down that the, the season they use and when i tell you it's like nine different seasons and who ain't make it and it's exact it's the exact oh my god one. i miss flying biscuit why well, i didn't think about that when i was there mm, i'm sorry to hear that i'm sorry to it's hear that because i probably uh, uh well anyway all right so um <laughs> what did i what else did i want to say but yeah we uh we linked up we went got our feet done and um and got some sushi and we on we on <laughs> what else did you do did you do anything that stood out um I, so the thing that i miss about atlanta the most is just going out and being around a lot of black people and experiencing black music so mm. that was just like something that I really want to do was just go out because I do go out here, but it's very light. It may look like I ha- I go out a lot, but it it's sure like I go out, I probably won't have a drink. Like the last little event that I had, they didn't have drinks; they had mocktails. So is that bad? No, 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 no. no. Um, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying in general, the vibe is just way different. It's just L- LA is just very like conversational base like we got a lot of speak easy so me being a person who i don't even talk in the club because the music be so loud Mm -hmm. i'm not used to that but it's a comfortable space for me to be in the club with loud music and rap music that i listen to all the time so i really wanted to do that um i ate wings like 17 times (laughs) i had some soul food um, I seen my people. I was kind of disappointed in that trip, though. I ain't gonna lie. I had fun oh. with my friends. I was happy to see see everybody, but 
my family though like i don't like i, I was pissed what do you want to say i just think that last year no i don't care i mean whatever last year we had like a really really great christmas like mm-hmm. i remember all the posts came out everybody and this year it was a total opposite and it just was weird it was very weird it was very very what happened the people were people not available they just didn't care i don't know yeah nobody nobody says nothing i'm asking my sister i'm asking everybody nobody has answers so i'm like okay you know what I've learned, and me and my little cousins have learned. You just you got to take matters into your own hands. Literally, that was next you know. Me. Yeah, because this year, my like over the last several years, I mean, for years, my family has really dri- drifted away from doing stuff for the holidays. I mean, we do stuff throughout the year. We the cousins, we do stuff, but as far as the greater family, sometimes people get married and they go with their family, yada yada yada. But we used to be on tour every holiday. We go to house over here, house over here. House, and that used to be the thing. But people pass away, people move along, move on, or whatever the case is. And we literally called fellas. We told her, we're like, hey, we having Christmas at your house. Ain't you no know, fellas. What? That's always been the house you just show up at. You know what I'm saying? And I think everybody need that person in their family. So we literally popped up. We all contributed into what we wanted. And we and we had Christmas and we had a good time. And I did. I went to three houses on Christmas this year. And I have not done that since I was like in middle school, early high school. It's crazy. But you do yeah, got to take matters to your own thinking about that. I'm like, maybe I need to just be that person. But at the same time, I don't even live here. So you don't have to like, be, you don't have to live here to draft a group text or make an e-bite. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. The group texts don't never turn out. It's just I don't got know. it. I get what you're saying. It's a little more difficult than it um than yeah. it should be. I, I mean, maybe like a Facebook group. Maybe oh, I don't that's, know. that's what they be at. Okay, yeah, I, I get what maybe. you're saying now. That's the only reason why I have Facebook. <laughs> if it was not my family on there, just so I could have old pictures of myself and just old moments or and the side of my family, I would not have. I've been needing to stand look my HOA, so that's why I got mine. But um, <laughs> speaking of HOA, I want to let y'all know for those in the Atlanta area, apparently there's going to be a very, very, very low drop in temperature next week. Like a, a temperatures as low as seven degrees, or maybe it said twelve. I'm not oh sure, my but God. something that I need y'all to know. You know, um, when it's really cold like that, you need to drip your faucets and i know that might sound backwards when it gets really cold but the problem is when you don't drip your faucets and you try to run your water for the first time it puts a lot of pressure on those pipes and they burst and then you have an ice castle like my condo community had last year and we made it on the news um and that impacts everyone including yourself your ability to take a shower and warm your house so a couple of tips you can do is um open your cabinets where your sinks are and have the heat on so that those pipes are staying warm and if you leave them out of town, drip those faucets. You can drip them while you're at home, too. It all helps. And if you have a garage, um, consider putting a space heater in there. Only use it while you're at home because um, garages are not insulated. And whatever the temperature is outside, it's worse than that in the garage, which will impact the rooms above it. Ask me how I know. So uh-huh. these are things that you should do to keep your house warm and to make sure that you do not have a homeowner or even apartment um renter emergency because even if you are in an apartment and you do that number one it impacts all your neighbors and yourself and apartments ain't trying to give you nowhere to stay for free so let's just save everybody the drama you know what, you I'm, know saying? what I'm saying but yeah I'm so, glad that I do not have to deal with no cold weather stuff like that no more but mm, it, must it, be it nice. is cold it is cold it ain't that cold though but yeah. it's freezing um but we do have earthquakes so I guess it balances out Hannah, we had tornadoes last week, child. Just can't keep up. But uh, I mean, not last week, last night. But um, also, all right. So let's get into the episode. I um, let me check off the freezing temperature on my checklist. Okay, cool. Let's get into the black bins of the week. 
Um, okay, so the my black business of the week this time is gonna be a hairstylist by the name of Bria. Bria is my niece's cousin, I think. Um, on her dad's side, but she recommended her, which I was so freaking scared because I don't really let people touch my hair, whether it's a, a, a haircut or what. Like the same yeah. person who, I mean, even with me living out here, the only person that has done my hair was that one guy. But before that, it would be the same girl who started my locks in Atlanta. Like, I do not let nobody touch my hair. But Bria, um, first of all, she was... This make me miss salons. This is why I want to shout her out, too. This made me miss salons so much because I I went there to, to her shop, the feeling of it, like, everybody was... They had people behind their chair. It was like... It was like... You could tell it was like some OG hairstylist in there. Um, they was having their little conversations at the washbowl. I'm like, they don't even wash hair no more. You come straight no, in, sit real. in the chair. You come straight in and sit in the chair. So, like, first of all, she was downtime. Um, she did my hair really quick. It was like an hour. She did a detox. Um, and her prices were reasonable AF. I don't know if she want me to tell you how much she charged, but I pay a hundred dollars for a retwist and I got a detox, a shampoo, mm. a condition. Was that the verified account special? No. Okay. <laughs> no. And it was and it was um and it came with a style. Wow. She ate yeah. that. She don't she know her it. worth yet. I definitely had to get I had to get my girl some extra because that was just I couldn't believe and, and she did a really good job. She did well, a really now you good know job. what to do every Her time you come to Atlanta. So comfortable. It was in Riverdale, which is kind of far. Um it ain't that far, but you know, whatever. I know people be complaining, but it's in Riverdale, very professional, very comfortable environment. She had snacks in there, even though I ain't eating none, but she had a whole bunch of snacks in there for her clients. Loved it. You know, I just learned recently that Fayetteville and Riverdale was neighbors. Yeah, did not right realize there. it. Did not realize it. Started, started. You know, I'm from, I'm from the west side. I try to stay away from the southern parts of the map. But uh, yeah, send me her page information. I'll put it in the episode notes. You know, it's I love that moment when you find a good hairstylist. That moment when you realize I'm coming back. Yeah, the barber didn't it don't work happen out often so in Atlanta. Oh, the barber happened. didn't work out so good because I ain't go to my old barber. I, I tried somebody new who's a recommendation from somebody from Philly, which is normally the barbers that I go to are from Philly because I feel like they cut hair the best. So he was like, yeah, go here, go to here, blah, blah, blah. Um, ironically, the shop was literally across the street from where my old barber used to cut at, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Really terrible. Like he was the cut was nice bad person, or the surface? Oh, okay. Um, he was such a nice person. He was, he was, he was very cool. Um, he had somebody in the chair still when I got there, but the way he handled it was perfect. He, he was his kids was there, and I wasn't annoyed. Like he was taking care of his business. Did you but see his I work did, before going to him? I did. I didn't see enough of it though, so that's probably my fault. <laughs> and it wasn't well, you know a bad what? cut. It wasn't like a bad a bad haircut. It just was not something that I normally. And I'm very specific. Like when I sit in the sat in the chair, I told him what gauge to use on the thing. I said I want to get a mm-hmm. two on my beard, two and a Period. half on my beard. Like I'm, I'm very specific, so that way they can't say something like, "Oh, I ain't know that's what you wanted." Yes, you mm-hmm. did. Because I, once I you spoke, cut that hair, you can't put it back. Yeah, like I spoke it to you in barber terminology, so that way you can understand it. So I don't know. He ain't do it. 
and he didn't cut much off of my hair, that's why I didn't complain. Because if I, if he would have cut my hair for mm-hmm. real, and then I, oh. I had to wait till it grow back, then I would have been pissed. But it worked. I wore my hair down, covered the sides anyway. It's okay. The tricky thing about referrals, man, is sometimes people are referring them because they want to put their people on. They want to help them out. And another hey, time, and people I'm just not don't. put the people on top of Me person, either. And another time, people just don't have the same taste as you. The, the amount of things that people have suggested to me, and I, I'm just like, you know what? Take it back. I'm good. Like, you I know just what I'm can't. saying? Yeah. I know it's cool. I know it's really cool to say you have anxiety. But when it comes to stuff like that, I have terrible anxiety. Like I'll probably cry if my haircut was fucked up. Like, and think about as women, please be for real when you do. Don't don't send me nobody who like, oh, this person needs some followers or whatever. I'm not doing that. I will pay whatever. I will pay whatever. Please, I have to look like this. Like, I I, don't play with me, please. I've had a lot of my. I've had two, maybe yeah, two incidents where hairstylists cut my hair terribly or too much, like not what I asked for, and it's like. I can go off on you and I won't have no hair or I I mean, it's, I can't do nothing about it. Like you can't put it back. And as black women, a lot of us have trouble retaining length on our hair. So that's, it's just not, huh, I'm just having, I'm having flashbacks to the time I asked a lady for a bang and she literally just pressed my hair down like this and then started cutting. Sorry. Somebody just told me that they got me, um, Nicki Minaj tickets. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I'm saying that to the wrong person. She's like, oh, who cares? But well, no, I don't know. I I not I don't want to come off as as a hater, but y'all know how, how I go. Not I did listening. try to listen to her album though. I, um yeah. Listen. Everybody likes it. Like, it is what it is. It's me, I'm the problem. All right. Um, <laughs> let's move <laughs> let's move into shop talk, y'all. So many things happen over the uh over the uh the uh the break. One of the things I want to talk about is this Alaskan Airlines flight where the doors ripped oh, off the plane during um the ascent. Let me tell y'all something. My least favorite part of flying is the takeoff part. I hate it. I hate the I hate the speed, uh, the acceleration. I hate watching it go further from the ground. There's a certain part of the flight where I'm like, okay, if the plane crashed, I can just get up and walk off. And there's a certain part where it's like you're gonna die. You know what I'm saying? And this flight was 20 minutes away. Um, 20 minutes after taking off, and this door ripped off the hinges. Thank God, nobody was in that window seat. And as someone that is committed to window seats, I am not anymore. Okay, I'm not. It's aisle seat or no seat. I'm sorry. I can't do it. But I like the window seat because I can lean on it if it's a long flight and I'm tired or it just makes me feel good. But in reality, you can't get up and pee when you want to. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely cons to it. But anyway, y'all, so it was a Boeing 747 uh, Max 9, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and something- you better know the, your planes. Okay. Oh, I, I check the airplane every- the che- I check the airplane model anytime I book a flight. I, that's something I just have to- I need to understand that who designed it. I love that Delta Airlines typically has Airbuses over Boeing planes, but United Airlines going to have you in that, in that Boeing, baby. Um, and they got a lot of them Maxes. And Max is the same pl- planes that they had to, they had the ground a couple years ago because they, they were having issues. One had crashed. And so it, it's getting 
and they said that it was a loose bolt apparently on the on this door on this plane and the fact that the bolt has the ability to not make me to my destination is scary okay but yeah so it was a boeing 747 max and uh so yeah y'all if y'all didn't know whenever you book a flight you can 1000 see the type of plane it is you can see how old it is how many miles it's flown you can all these things are very critical please check it i don't this play them insane, games because if you if you only understood how like unbothered and removed I be when I get on the flight. You would think that I'm at home in the bed. Oh no, I be bothered. Like, I literally cold get on and I be on that plane just there. Now this last time, now usually when I get on on the plane leaving from here, I take an edible or something just because that flight is so long. Like if I have to go to New York, that's six hours. Atlanta four hours. Um, Miami six hours. Like, I'll take an edible. This time, I did not have edibles with me. So <laughs> I was like, I, I low-key was a little bit irritable. And I ain't gonna lie, I did have a few, um, a few thoughts. Because I sat, not only did I sit on the window, but I sat on the exit row. So... <laughs> like, I dang, was, and I gotta be willing and able to assist. Yeah. <laughs> every, time, every time they say, yeah, in my head, I'm like, I'm lying. I ain't helping. That's bad, but I'm not. Yeah, most people be lying. Maybe, maybe. Most people be lying. And there's, I mean, in this particular case, when this plane had to land, I mean, they didn't have, the thing is, you're probably going to die regardless. But in the rare occurrence that you have, like uh, what happened on the Hudson, um, Sully, the the pilot who had to land a plane on the Hudson River, they did have to do an emergency evacuation over the water. And that worked out. And I don't know what they're going to do if you refuse to assist, but I'm pretty sure they're mentally prepared for that as well, because it all sounds good until that fire alarm go off. Oh, but yeah, I love to travel, yeah, hate to fly. I've said this multiple now. times. Yes. And so I'm just so glad everyone survived. Um, situations like this, when, like in it, whenever I look at stories about planes that have crashed, you know, they try to find the parts to understand what happened. They don't really know. They can only speculate. But in this case, they have survivors and they have the, the finished product so they can actually take a look and see what's happening. But it's really scary and very reckless of this uh, of Boeing to have this issue yet again. And it's going to negatively impact their business for sure. And it should. And I think everyone should band together. A little boy's shirt was ripped off his body from the air pressure. Can you imagine if he didn't have on a seatbelt? That's insane. I really Scary. be sleeping during the takeoff. Like I, I, I be trying. I can't fast. sleep on a flight. I just can't. The the few times that I have slept, maybe forty five minutes. You talking about somebody pissed off waking up and looking at that flight tracker, and I'm still over Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I literally miss the drinks every single time. Oh, I don't drink no way. Oh, you you. No, you, I'm saying you like the ticket. water, like the water people. Oh, gotcha. the snacks. I miss them every time. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't. Um, but you know, you can always tell tell the flight attendant, "Can you wake me up when it's time?" Like you can tell don't. them. Oh well, I'm you cool. sleeping I'm right cool. now. You okay? Oh, I'm. I'm. It's okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the news, Jonathan Jonathan Majors was charged with two misdemeanors in the case with him and Miss uh, Grace Jabari. Now I. I have not watched the trial and like many people have gotten most of my details from chunks from social media, but I have to say this and I feel like um, this is going to lead to my next topic. I need people before, and I know y'all not going to do it. Y'all not going to listen, but before making any kind of post, tweet, repost, like of anything on social media, please get the facts. It's very easy to see a headline and some kind of content supporting that headline to make you be like, oh, this is what happened. 
but that don't be the case. It don't literally people, especially ever since this Twitter blue thing came out, people are being compensated for putting out misinformation or misguided information. So for example, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, evidence or, uh, that was presented in the case with uh, Jonathan Majors. And one of the pieces of evidence was a video surveillance from CCTV of them having some kind of altercation or whatever and them running down the street. Now, social media pretty much clipped it up and uh, showed a video of him running away and her chasing him. They're like, look, he couldn't have hurt her. She was clearly chasing after him, but there is an entire video. And there's a portion of that video before they take off running. There's text messages. There's voice recorders. There's all these different things. And I don't, I genuinely don't know what he did to her. And technically he didn't really get charged with abusing her. He got charged with doing something that led to her being hurt, which hurt her finger. He didn't get charged for like, um, it wasn't no felonies or anything like that. He might not even do jail time. But either way, I'm just saying, I just saw so many tweets and stuff about that case. And then when I actually did get a chance to read like a journalistic article about it, I'm like, this is correct. I'm glad I know how to read and I'm glad I do read and I'm glad I don't publicly share opinions. I don't think I was that invested in it um, to even care that much, but I did see that original video. So I did kind of, I was one of those people that's like, oh, see, we can't be listening to everybody. You can't. Don't listen to nobody. Not even, don't even listen to somebody. Listen to the facts. And journalists do have integrity. They are, it's literally around, based around their field. So I know people try to downplay them because of the use of blogs and all these other viral pages. But journalists, not all of them are ethical, obviously. But it is literally their job to report the facts. And so it does matter who you get your information from. The New York Post should not be one of them. So, mm. but um, what I was going to say on top of that is I'm really, I really, I have, you know, I constantly talk about deactivating my Twitter, deactivating my social media because I, my last Me Twitter, too. I deleted it because I was just, I was just getting presented with so much negative content. It was getting to me. It was really negatively impacting me in a way, not like that it impacted myself, like how I looked at myself, but it made me irritated and angry all the time to just be on social media. And ever since this um, Twitter blue stuff where there's no differentiation between real verified accounts and people that just got it because they can, it's just people, people. People clearly put out tweets to outrage yeah, folks. reactions, yeah. And people engage with the accounts. And I'm like, they are clearly baiting you. They are clearly saying something stupid and proud. Even if like, they'll be like, and I um, I seen this the other day. It was like, I'm sick of seeing I, like, a girl with a nine to five really want me to think this shit, that her Van Cleef is real. Clearly, nine to five means job. Okay, number one, it means job. And I literally work with millionaires, by the way, that my employer pays millions to work for. Let's let's start there. But it's very clear that they they know what they're saying when they put that kind of information out. They know that they're gonna get a bunch of people defending their nine to fives and talking about all this. Now this person got 128,000 quote retweets, and now they're being paid because they're getting people to use this Gatner app. And you will never get a penny out of me. Ever. I actually check the account. If I decide I want to reply to a tweet, I go to their page. I'm like, it's like a normal taxpaying citizen. So maybe they mean well, but half the time they don't. Especially what? if they bio says something about IDGAF. I'm like, yeah, you won't get a tweet from me, buddy. But people just get riled up so easily. And that leads me to my next um, point. So my friend, Sean, he has been on this um, movement. Or he kind of has this beef with this uh, page, that Georgia followers Twitter page. Have you seen? You've seen it. It's been yeah. around for a long yeah. time. And this yeah. page has been uh, this page has been on Black Twitter for since the beginning of Twitter. I literally remember they used to have follow trains and they would shout people out. You get follows. It just used to be a thing to like engage people around Georgia. Now, typically in Atlanta, most of those people is black. But for a very long time, the stuff that this page tweets is given not black Twitter. 
It's giving white people the that Georgia have follower page. Yes, it's giving y'all oh. have infiltrated our community because the things they be saying. So, for example, you know that um, you know that that street that exit on twenty that you get take you off at the West End. You get off, you be right at West End, right behind the mall. It, um yeah the the bridge like where the bridge is at yeah 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 okay. yeah yeah so you get off um you get off at the exit and it's always some water boys right there and so it's they tweeted today atlanta went from selling water to turtles because the dude at the exit got turtles now how long you how long they've been selling turtles in atlanta they were selling turtles before water so what are you even talking about They've been doing this. They're actually going back to their warehouse. And so that might, that's one piece of it. But there are certain things that they've said about certain parts of Atlanta, certain exits, what they would name an area. I'm like, these people not black. They not black. I'm sorry, they not black. And that of course, so they never crazy. I never. They never claim to, to be black, but they have behaviors and they use language that is directly correlated with the black community. And I, it really annoys me because um lately there has been a lot of talk around linguistics and about like white people co-opting black lingo as Gen Z talk. And so now they're using our lingo and they're not even using it correctly or they're using our accent or some of our slang words, etc. And now saying that it belongs to Gen Z, literally stripping our culture right out of our hands. And I feel like we are too generous and we are sharing too much on these goddamn apps. And it's and it's annoying. I, I think a lot of people just need a little bit more discernment with what they engage with and what they share on the internet because that's very important to me. Being black is important to me. And I don't, I don't want to see... We already got this Asian girl talking about some cornbread, talking with six, seven, eight different accents, different dialects, knowing her behind is lying. But she getting going viral off of that. Now she getting paid off of pretending to be us. And she don't even know nothing about us. And they want to be black without the blackness. And it just annoys me. I'm sorry to get out like woke or I, or whatever the case is but it really does annoy me that um so people are so easily able to like come into our community act like us talk like us dress like us and then we don't get nothing off of it now gen z speak is black speak so now now we ain't even got no language no more we don't got ebonics we don't got aave which i don't even like the acronym but whatever but it's just annoying. it annoys me so much so you know i don't know so i just I don't want to be on the so I don't want to be aware of these things. It really annoys. It literally grinds my gears. I like facts. I like details, and I like historical references. And y'all are providing neither of the three. Um, and then okay. them pages that don't even be have no picture. It don't even be a real account. They they be bots. I swear to God, they be Russian bots or something. They just be saying, especially watch watch election season. It always happened around election time. They be saying the craziest stuff, man. It's like, why are y'all falling for this? Talk to real people about real things. Um, I have a love hate relationship with social media. I feel like social media is is very, very useful for me because it's a it's a way that I meet people who I don't know and I learn about like different artists and not even just music artists, like makeup artists, uh, painters, whatever, just like different things that I'm interested in. It's easier for me to connect because they're all there on one account. Like I mm -hmm. can just grow and just see that. So I like social media in that aspect, but I do feel like a lot of times I'm like taking in stuff that I probably shouldn't be. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like looking at stuff that I shouldn't be and just getting irritated by stuff, getting pissed off. As of more, as of recently, I have been kind of just looking at stuff like, okay, they're doing this for attention for real or to, to whatever. Are. But mm -hmm. for the longest, I really thought that this is how people be in real life. Like, no. No, Even it's not. Even like That's internet trolls. Yeah. 
And I tweeted the other day, somebody was like, why is our generation so unhappy? And while I'm sure a lot of people are unhappy, it seems significantly worse on the internet because the worst of our people are on there. You know what I'm saying? There are people, yeah. like there was a um a trend on TikTok where they were like, are there any actual happy couples um out here? Tell me your story. And it'll be people who be like, yeah, we out here, we just don't be posting. Because it's like people, people who are on the internet, they literally want attention. So they do things for attention. They want to be perceived in a certain manner. So they saying and doing things that just to, to get that reaction. So I think that people seem unhappy because the unhappy people are either pretending to be unhappy, making people unhappy, or they're just saying stuff to be saying it. Because obviously my immediate circle is not a true reflection of our generation or our, our environment. But I know a lot of people across different states and to be honest, across different continents. And it does not give what Twitter gives. Twitter is just a negative place. Um. I literally unfollowed somebody this morning because yesterday or day before yesterday, they posted a tweet that said that if it was not for my kids, I would have been killed myself. I don't want to be here anymore. Oh my goodness. And so I try not to not take stuff like that serious because I know, because sometimes they do it. And I, I used to say all the time, a person that's going to kill themselves is not going to do that. But we're in a and time this, now y'all about saying these times they are literally like, do stuff like that, and they really go through with it. They be right? scheduling the tweets so it can be up until that moment, and they already exactly. be gone. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, okay. Even that's a little clout, Chasey. I'm sorry. That's just a little clout, Chasey. It's a lot. To your deathbed, you want you want to get these tweets off? That's how I don't you know. know. I hope it, to, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell because everything is just all over the place. Even we know people who have fake deaths fake accidents fake all kinds of stuff just for attention it's so strange it's why why do you want temporary attention i promise you not even nine hours later the boy tweeted like a picture of his body with like some sweatpants on and his print showing talking about y'all nigga don't look like me Oh um, my or god! Or something like you wish on, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, he would have got the block for I'm, me. Um, the I gotta, you gotta go because yeah, that was very foul. That was that's a lot. Mm-mm. That's a lot. This why I, that and that's why moving with the mindset of everybody's lying will help you a lot. He lying. <laughs> they lying. She lying. They all lying. Everybody lying. I, oh, I want to know what Jonathan Major's um, obsession with Coretta Scott King is. Back to him. I never thought he was attractive, by the way. And I'm pretty sure I said this on the show. Never. I never. I never saw it. Sorry. Nice muscles, buddy. But you got you got that because of Creed. But never. It ain't got nothing to do with his 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 Negro nostrils, Jackson Five Afro. The man does not look good. I'm sorry. He's not ugly, but he's not attractive. So earlier today, I was having a conversation about um. I was having a conversation with somebody trying to explain to them what I mean by like an all-American look. So even white. N- not even that though, because I feel like Michael B. Jordan has an all-American black person's look. That okay, would be so- considered that would be considered like what they what they consider cute. As for I don't black think he's like, attractive either. But you mean who they either. pick for I'm, us? I'm not like I'm not exactly like yeah. I feel like Certain people have are not ugly. They just have mm-hmm. like an all American attractive look about them, and 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 that's what makes them pushes them to the front. And I felt like Jonathan Majors didn't have that because he had like extreme black features. He has a big nose. He has like big. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. big. He's bigger. I don't think he's objective though, but I do feel like he just doesn't have 
the typical Denzel Washington, Morris Chestnut, uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Odell Beckham. He just be having blonde hair and all that other stuff. But I do feel like he fall in that category too, that he's like an all-American football playing attractive American man. And now that I feel, I feel like America now is more biracial now or getting oh, even more biracial because. <clears throat> no, statistically we are. They, yeah. The, yeah. Like that's why. That's so what, now that's considered almost the standard of what a cute black American boy or girl looks like. You got to be mixed. You got to be light skinned, curly hair. But just mm, be, mm, be, mm, because they were. Don't get me started. I'm not going to go there because I don't want to. No, I think it was with Jonathan Majors. I think because he took some black and white photos. That set it off. You know what? That okay. set it off. It made him neutral. I also, yeah, speaking I was, of him and speaking yeah, of people yeah, all American. You, whenever you look black like that, like whenever you like look like a black person and you play a role of a slave or a civil rights leader or something like that, <laughs> your career go up after that. They just want to see you. They like, I got to see you do it. Mm-mm. I gotta see mm-hmm. put the show on. Um, mm. what was I finna say? You know what though? I agree because I also don't think Daniel Kaluuya is really that attractive. He played Fred Hampton. You see what I'm saying? And he's British. The accent helped. But um, speak speaking of all American, now this might sound like big hater energy, but I promise I always felt this way even as a kid. I think the woman version of that is Holly Berry, Drea, and Megan Good. Let's Very, go. Very pretty women, say, very and regular. And they got and they got some they got some new daughters. I'm gonna tell you who their new daughters is because this new generation coming in. Ruby Rose and Oh my god, yes. And she's a pretty girl, but I'm like, y'all, Beautiful. she's like every light skinned girl Beautiful. from Atlanta. She literally and she's not even for real from Atlanta. Yeah. Like Ruby Rose. I say this all the time and about Ruby Rose. And Mariah the Scientist. Love both of them. <gasps> okay, listen. I think Mariah Sciences has something odd about her. I don't know. I don't know if it's how her mouth sits, but something is different about her. But she has a unique look that I like. But something is different about her, and I don't know what. I think it's, it's the her lashes. mouth. No, it's like her chin line. It's like her chin line is like low okay. a little bit, and it's the way she's. I don't even get on the music. Okay, all right. Uh, who else? Hey. Let's keep this going because there's a few people I feel like you know. I've been in my big hater bag lately. Due to Me some too. Black I thought I'm. I'm I, get behind me. I'm Because <laughs> I'm with you. I, you I know, someone who I think is beautiful and very unique, and I love her down, Janelle Monet. She has it. You see it. what I'm saying? Janelle Monet has it. Okay? You see what she I'm has... saying? It's just so many different type of people that, that we find as a community beautiful that it's like, mm-hmm. damn. No shade to them because they look amazing. They look great. Yeah. But this is like, this looks like every person I went to school yes, with. Yes, it's some people to me, they just don't have a famous look. And yes. Rose is one of them people. She is definitely one of them people. I, she has a nice raspy voice. Really? But I also think, too, it could be her age group. You know what I'm saying? It's like maybe the young mm-hmm. kids, they have a style that they like and they haven't really been exposed to real life. Real yeah. Life but also, I, I think that Des Dior is a very pretty girl. I, she's very pretty. She looks regular, but she has something to her as well. I don't know what it is, but she's I think real- that's what it is, though. I think that America or, or like black people have a thing with, with other black people that you just have to look as natural and i say this with quote unquote so people mm-hmm. like this like this and jada even though they do have like cosmetic surgery and stuff done this guy's surgery 
Um, they don't wear wigs like that. She don't wear like wigs. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Dang, I would be surprised, but like I thought she was one of the, you know, one of the girls. But go ahead, well, go ahead. People be having little tweaks and stuff going. No, I don't for put real, like Botox so, you know. and fillers, and to yeah, me, that's like, not that's natural. Not, that's what I mean, cosmetic. Yeah, okay, my bad, stuff. my bad, y'all, my bad. Um, <laughs> but look how they wear their hair. They wear their hair very, even when they wear weave, they'll wear like tape ins or. But Des be wearing her natural hair. That's why I like her. She be all wearing, the time. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not like a it's not like a costume. Yes, it's just you just got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jada's a pretty girl, but regular. But I think people like her personality because she is really pretty. She's a really pretty girl. But yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a few people though, but I think that social media has definitely blurred the lines, kind of like how they did with the whole model career thing. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But there are just some people I'm just like, I'm just not seeing it. And that's okay. I don't have it's not for me to see. But some things I'm just like, mm, I can't. Yeah, I'm I'm getting to that point though because I think for me, just because I work in this field, I always just have to be neutral to everything, and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not gonna be neutral to everything. Like PR honestly. training without the PR training, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. just don't want to say the wrong thing sometimes, and then like I'm around a person, and then they bring it. I up. get it. I you get know it. What I'm listen, saying? if I ever be caught in the background of a picture with Nicki Minaj, they gonna fry me and call my job. Listen, I have a picture <laughs> of Nicki Minaj signing the back of your phone. Oh yeah, oh. on Facebook. Wait, so. but you know what though? I have said several times that I bought the Pink Friday album, and my fandom stopped after that. It did. So yeah. no, hey. I get it though. I understand why the answers are a little. And bit that was at the Pink Friday insane. album release party, so she had about three weeks left in me. And that's and that's another reason why I hate social media because social media has put that in my head. Had I didn't have Instagram or anything like that, I wouldn't know these things about her. I forgot I met I the lady. The music. <laughs> Well, I ain't meet her, but you know, she definitely signed my hand and my phone case. That's crazy. Twice. Twice. Crazy. I forgot all about that. And what's funny, that wasn't even my idea to go. I was just like, sure, but not to not to downplay it, because genuinely I played Pink Friday. Uh, but it got plays in this house. Yeah. But just after that, because I had a, a friend in college who put me on a Nicki Minaj wave. I mean, I don't know what era this was, but it was itty bitty piggy. It had just dropped. Yeah, and I was like, dang, she go hard. I think the problem with me and my fandom for her is I'm still looking for that. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, dang, yeah. that's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. I feel it. I feel it. Because people be trying to play Lil Wayne like that sometimes. Though, and I be getting mad because Lil Wayne definitely switched up. He did he rock did, a little it, bit. It, it impacted my fandom for him too. That's what I'm saying. I said, yeah. That's why I'm like, some people feel like that about Wayne. But, I, you know. Yeah, I hmm. like I like people trying out different stuff just because I'm an artist myself and I don't want to be stuck in a bubble. So I get it, but I yeah, get, it must I be really get, hard to be at the mercy of the general public. Exactly, and then like I also get why people don't like it because it's like that's not what you gave when I was introduced to you. I can't. I know, I was, and people you know can't evolve, right? But when I think about people, and I know this is such an extreme example, but it has the, it's possible. Beyonce. Beyonce has done so many different things, but she's so talented that it doesn't feel like she's it's like you you culture. follow along with it because like like Renaissance was like nothing. She we talking about a lady who dropped to the left to the left. This right. lady dropped a freaking Renaissance album, which was a freaking. It was I remember the first time I played that I felt jolts in my body, and that's not even my kind of music. I wouldn't even play another album like that. But Beyonce is just so. She studied mm. pop music. I realized the other day because I was listening to some old Destiny Child songs. I said, wow, she really used to make R&B music. And now and, it's giving pop. But it's she's perfected. But it's it. not It's not like cheesy. And I don't mean to even say yeah. cheesy because I, 
I hate to keep using it, but I feel that's how I feel about Nicki Minaj's music. It's very like I know they are it's rap music, but it sounds like pop to me. And I yeah, don't like okay. that kind of rap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I know she really don't like that pop thing. I get it because she's a rapper. So it's not fair it's because she's so big to just assume all her music is pop because she's rapping. And it's, it's very vague when it comes to these award shows and stuff. But to me, it just sounds so produced that it sounds like pop music. Yeah. but And, th- and that sucks, too, because when you get bigger as an artist, things are going to be more produced and more like yeah. you know what i'm saying it, it, it and but that takes away from the element of why we like these artists sometimes and i hate that because even with summer walker with her first album or um ep dropped the second one everybody was complaining at first because she was using a lot of auto-tune and she never mm. really used auto-tune before yeah the vibe was different so people were like whatever but we ended up catching on to it but now she's doing it again. She's trying to try. Yeah, this last the, album, she needed Erica Badu's type stuff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, girl, go back to. I hate that London produced all them other albums because they need to just figure it out. Figure it out. Get over it, time spot, like, child. Uh, y'all got a child. Y'all got to be in each other's life for the rest of y'all life. Why not make y'all kids some money? Please. <laughs> Do away your love letters. Litter, That's litter. the most song, most played song, not song, in my whole phone. But um, but yeah, so that's interesting. I'm I'm glad we talked about that because it's it's very odd, and I I say all the time how my opinion on music should not count. But these are just feelings that I have. But I it's how I look, and I don't know if it's because yeah, of who I am. Of, but of a, you're I a, know, but I'm not going to be debating top five dead or alive. Neither, exactly. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not on that either. It's like if I like it, I don't. But yeah. why can't I? Why can't I like like it's too much politics. Why can't and, I like? Cardi B, Megan, Nicki Minaj, all these people at the same time. I was just about to speak on Cardi because it's hard for me to. I love Cardi B and I've loved her way before she made music, but it's hard for me to like her as a rapper because I know she don't want to be no rapper. So even when I hear her songs and her music and it's fire, I'm just not all the way there with it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not convinced. So it's just like, like I really loved um, Bodak Yellow, but her music before that sucked. Sucked. (laughs) You hear me? And she didn't start dropping that music until she was on Love and Hip Hop before. I think she just was trying to make out the club. And it worked, obviously. She really set for life. But her music, even, I just cannot, I can't get into it. I'm sorry. I mean, I can get into it. Let me not say that. But I just can't, I'm not, I wouldn't go to a Cardi B concert because I feel like it's fake. It's performative. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't go to a Nicki Minaj concert. Well, I would, but she going to have to figure out some, she going to have to figure it out. Because this stage presence that she got now, I'm not feeling it. And it's yeah, I saw it from that holiday out. bash. I was like, maybe she's tired or something. I don't know. When it comes to Nicki Minaj, what I, in my opinion, I think that she's just so settled into who she is that mm-hmm. she just is like, I don't care. Because I was watching an interview with her and she was saying how, she put together the set list for the show the day of. She didn't even know what's on. Oh, yeah. She, but was that her fault, though? It sounded like she was saying it was somebody else's fault. Um, okay, so it might have been her fault. Me. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Rihanna would not say no stuff like that. Beyonce wouldn't say things. And I don't mean to compare, but I'm just yeah. at that level to me. Yeah. And okay. I feel like it shouldn't... If you're going to be headlining a festival tour or a fest or like a, a a show like that i think that you should have put a little bit more effort and i get it ain't even just her because i got mad at frank ocean for the same thing and you we know Nicki minaj have, got it in her to make sure it's she tight does. she just did a tour for her last album that was good yeah, so i'm okay. like what are you doing hmm 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. I mean, I think that, I mean, think, first of all, these are people, you know how I be like, after 12 months, I'm over a job. These people been at their same job for decades. I get it. It's exactly. time to, it's exactly. time to retire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless I mean, you get to a point where you truly put out what you want to put out. Because I watched her, um, her interview with Joe Budden, I think. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw a clip and she was talking about how certain music she did because that's what the Barb's wanted to hear. And I think that could have an impact because there's songs that she has that are hits that she don't even like. And so I was like, maybe she should just get to... She's she at a point where she... High Heels. I just watched the Ebro interview maybe like two or three hours ago. Mm-hmm. She literally said that that part, High Heels on my tippy, she said that was a joke. She said, I was literally in the studio and listening to the beat and she was like, Back in all the day, hear. she was talking. To, she was like talking to somebody. She said, "Back in the day, when I'm doing the voices and stuff, I would have said high heels on my." T-. She was yeah. just doing it, and then she just like, "Let me just try it." And, and then she did it, it, and now the shit is viral. Roman really made me leave the Barbie, the Barbie ship. I couldn't, I couldn't do. It. I remember the first <laughs> time I heard her real voice, and I wasn't sure if it was her real voice. But that's interesting. I mean, to each their own. I do think it's. It's tough being an artist that big and having these expectations. I mean, the expectations are fair because you've proven how great you are. But it's like her after a while, too crazy for me to go to a um, concert to see her and she not giving it, giving it up. <laughs> me had to give it up because them barbs are crazy. So me having to fight through a crowd because it's not going to be no mm. no seats. Hannah, they gonna you could you would be at like, the arena. And they don't hack your up. booking site. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> So no, I need I a chill. It. I need and a I, chill. Honestly, as an artist, I wonder how it feels to have a fan base that, like, obviously it's very, you know, it's it, it boosts your ego for sure. But, like, do you really want people to be that crazy? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And yeah, I get no. so tired I, of seeing them in the comments, like, getting so mad because people like Cardi B and like her or follow. There was somebody so recently that something happened with, oh, it was a Barb page. They found out she followed Cardi B on Instagram, so they, like, made her deactivate her page. So I was like, Oh wow! <laughs> Tough crowd. Yeah, it's it's it gets real. It's I don't know. Now mm. that part to me is very weird because, in a sense, I understand because your fans are are the reason why your music is selling the way it is at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So you have to have a certain relationship with them. But I don't know. Something is very off with these fan bases. I don't know. Like the they like back like in the, the day. Just... Back in the day, I feel like we had this when we had NSYNC and. All this other stuff, sure even did. us, like we 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 were a part of these fan bases, but it wasn't like this. Like we weren't attacking people. I mean, maybe at school. That's not true, because I I definitely seen people bullying in the Bow Wow con- comments. I swear to God, I remember seeing it, and I was like, man, I want to be like a leader in these little blog chats, but I don't want to be mean, and I didn't do it. But with the Barb thing, be, Nikki has been out for so long that her she fan base so is eras. growing and growing. And they have the ability to appear everywhere because of social media. So they can make six, seven, eight, nine, ten pages and all these different things. And, you know, and you can pay for engagement now. So I think it's a, it probably is the same, um, like, same concept. It's just a little bit more in our face, like most things because of the Internet, the way the Internet has evolved. But, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, it, it it's it's a it's a privilege to get to that position. So hey, I can't relate. I work a nine to five. I'm a worker. I'm broke. I'm ugly. What else would she say about me? Um, I ain't got no booty. Um, I skip my forehead look like a chocolate chip cookie. That sounds like I live in a regular single family home. Let Tommy that's tell. That sounds like Ari. Ari, who? Oh right. Oh, I'm dead broke. Baby. She gonna be? Yeah, I ain't she gonna got be right. it. I, I ain't got she, it. She be like, y'all better not stop me because y'all know what I'm saying. 
<laughs> okay, before we wrap up, you have a couple things you want to talk about. I want to make sure you have the platform to do so. Um, I don't want to talk about it no more because I was I was actually sitting over here thinking about how I was going to lead that, and mm-hmm. it's going to be repetitive from what we talked about before. And okay. So I'm just gonna no problem. Just do me. Okay, well, I just want to say one thing. I need y'all to stop turning LinkedIn into Facebook. Go ahead. It is a professional website for professional people, for professional opportunities and professional content. I do not want to see your rose petal layered hotel room for your birthday. That was on there? Often. People be on there asking for money. People be on there lying. People be doing pregnancy announcements. I just I can show you a pregnancy announcement right now. I swear to God. I hope it didn't. Um, my timeline no. refresh. Oh, my timeline refresh. Let me find it. Yes, I've I've seen. Um, yeah. I just again, obviously, content is content, right? But LinkedIn is just like to me, it's just like the workspace. Workspace is very serious, very polished, and it doesn't have to always be that way. But I do think you need a little decorum. Okay. Mm. I saw somebody make a post today and said, what y'all been doing in the new year? All right. Lying. No. Why is that a post on LinkedIn? <laughs> I'm just saying, keep it, prof- you know, keep it professional. And I'm somebody that can turn- join a Facebook group. If, you, if you're trying to give that, like find people. That's why in are your y'all network? asking for money on LinkedIn? Why, y- why is your cash app in your bio where it's supposed to talk about the industry you work in? See, LinkedIn is getting infiltrated hey, with people. Hey, I just—it was a girl who had a pregnancy announcement, and it was—it had been on the homepage for the longest. But I think when I closed the app, it refreshed, and I don't want to go to her page, but I know exactly who it is. And it was a, a picture of her with the dress, and the stomach was cut out. T. Thank, thanks, said, Rihanna. I was about to say Rihanna did that. Bookie. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, but yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, what you got? What you got going on professionally? Um, right now we are wrapping up the Barnes Brunch show, uh, which is gonna be on We TV. That's why we're working on. Um, it was pretty good. Yesterday we did the promo shoot for it. So this is gonna be like, you know, the commercial stuff, um, the the title shot, all that other stuff. We did that yesterday. It was like a 13 hour shoot. Um, then after the shoot, they took us to dinner, which was so nice. We went to Mastro's. I've been wanting to eat at Mastro's for so long, but I ain't got no money for her. I mean, it was so good. Let me tell y'all, I had um, a sea bass for the first time. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I thought I had it before. I had trout, I think. And red snapple. And shallot. Definitely had red snapple. I had that sea bass from Mastro's. I promise you, I'm not exaggerating. That was the best thing I ever tasted in my life. Oh, for real? How was it? Now, I don't know if it was because he's a regular at that restaurant and they know him by name. They already, you know, whatever. So they, I feel like they do that to people. Like they, mm-hmm. they give you extra, extra special service if you do that. But don't let Keith Lee hear that. It was so good. It was like, I don't even know. It was, it was, lightly crispy on the outside. So I'm guessing they put it in the oven. I just actually made some salmon and it was giving that kind of vibe on the outside, but it was so good. It was so, listen, <laughs> I don't ever want to eat that fish again. If it's, what did they season it with? For real? I, I want to know what he, like, I've never honestly, been there. And, and you know what's so crazy? I'm, I'm petty like that. I only wanted to because Beyonce be singing about it all the time. Okay. And then the I mean, person that I was, and then a person 
that I was dating recently, I hate having to even say that, but the person I was dating recently, that was his favorite restaurant. Like he would eat that every week. And so I'm like, what do they got? Like, well, that's just that good. And they dessert. They have this butter cake with the ice mm, cream on the top. The name and- butter cake tell me everything I need to know. Oh, my God. Oh my they got God. a New York location. Cool. And Man, they got a Houston location. I've never been to Houston. Please get well, the, yes, the sea bass. Please get the sea bass. I got the sea bass, mashed potatoes. If you get mashed potatoes, you're going to have to share that with four people because I didn't realize it was that big. Like, oh, is it a family servings? Yeah. All they, okay. I think all they size is family servings. I kind of like that setup. Me too. Because you can just get different stuff. That's why I want money because I feel like I feel like going to dinner... I would just order stuff for the table. Like, just order a bunch of stuff. And you can do that at... I want to... That's a spot in Dunwoody called Fleming's. It's a very... You can get a $40 meal in there. And they have family portions. And um, I went to this Italian restaurant. It's really bottom of the barrel, one in Minneapolis. And they did that. Mm. That's how they serve their food. But I get I get what you're saying. But it could be... Oh, good. You, you can't do it at Red Lobster because I know that's what Beyonce also talks about. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I wonder what she get from Astros. Um, probably CBS, but I, um, no, that's what's up. I, um, and I've been assessing my career lately as I always am. I'm always, always, you never stop looking, right? I'm not looking at you. This, I'm in a, this is a true dilemma and I hope nobody from my job listens to the show, but if they do, this is the truth. I love my company. That's the truth. I really do. I've had some very unfortunate circumstances that happened recently that had me like feeling not good. And, but I'm in this tough situation where I've reached a point in my career that if I want more money, I have to get into leadership. And that's not what I want. And if I were to get into leadership, there's only certain angles that I would approach it. So I would not want to be a people leader. I would not want to be um, a, pretty much, I said, I don't want to direct people. And I know that's kind of, it's hard to come by. Anyway, so I'm in this position where I'm a remote worker at this excellent company making great money, but I want to grow more and I cannot at this company because they are not doing remote work anymore. And I am not moving to Minnesota, period. Now, it's not a bad place. Yeah. I keep it real. I actually like Minneapolis. It's 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 a walkable city. It's a little, I don't want to say it's very, it's kind of expensive, but it has diversity in some ways. <laughs> um, but it's just not for me. To me, I can see myself living there. At all. I just want you to know that. You know, because there's a lot of ethnic groups that we don't see here in Atlanta, like a lot of different parts of, like a lot of Ethiopians and things like that. And so yeah. while they are black, it's just not my community. The, you know what the, I'm saying? The culture is different. I mean, yeah, I try to different. explain. People, people be laughing at me when I say this, but I have to remind people all the time that we are black Americans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the core. Like even our entitlement, the way that, like we're American and it sucks. <laughs> a little bit. It doesn't I mean, suck because we because we definitely have it better than a lot of people. But I think mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like that, like I feel I don't know. I feel like a lot of times, in my opinion, or the people, especially in the hood, people don't have like community for real. Like a lot of my friends didn't grow up eating family dinner at the table, and well, I just, didn't, you know, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't mm-hmm. grow up doing that, or and and to me that's kind of important because I feel like in other Black cultures they do that. They eat together. Yeah, they have they more have, of a yeah. Family you know what I'm saying? We don't I have agree. that. We Americans. So well, <laughs> yeah, but you know it's presented that that's the American standard. But I um, but yeah, so there are Black people there, but it's just not a lot. And I understand that Atlanta is the best you're gonna get in a lot of aspects. But that's mm-hmm. but again, I just. 
mean, like I said, I like Minneapolis genuinely. I really mean that. I wanted to hate it, but I can't. I can't. I go enough that I'm like, all right, I actually like this place. But it's very. But you can't it's, live there. I I just I could, but I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> that, That's they, fair. they were like, listen, we'll double your salary. I'll, I'll and you just got to pay for yourself to relocate. I'll do it. I'll do it. I swear to God, I will do it because it's not bad. It's it's not. I mean, obviously, it's really unfortunate. That's where George Floyd was killed. There's a lot of things that were um changed or impacted after that. Um, but it's a lot of really great options in the in the metropolitan area. They have rail. They have a, a reliable transit system. They have food. They have a lot of things. You know, now some of the food is weird, but I could survive anyway. Anyways, so I, it's either I leave my company. For a similar pay, which will annoy me, or I leave my company and get more pay doing way more work, being a leader that I, I don't think I'm a leader. I'm just going to keep it real. I am a I am a slacker. I do the least for most. That's the truth. It's what it is. Um, and, or I stay at my company in my same position for as long as I can um, and just see what happens. Anyways, that's where I'm at with it. And um, I'm really big on, um, if I leave a job, it needs to be a really nice hike in pay because there's a lot that comes with changing jobs and you just don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what the culture is going to be like until you're in it. You don't know what kind of leadership, the kind of work. And, and that 10, time. Exactly. It takes time and you got to go through that learning gap and $10,000 ain't enough. I'm sorry. I need about $30,000 if I'm about to be, um, transferring company. So okay. I like my job. I am making great pay. You know what I'm saying? But I am somebody that needs to be constantly evolving, constantly doing something different. And unfortunately, it's working against me right now for the first time in a long time. And I've had calls with recruiters and I'm just like, I'm sorry, baby. I cannot I cannot move for $8,000. I'm sorry. I know it's the max, but make it yeah, enough. Add some more, boo. Add some more. Add some more. Ooh, I, I want to say that so bad. Add some more. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. I've got a couple other things I'm working on. Life is, you know, it's a new year, so I'm hoping for a better year um than last. But you know, I I got I just gotta, you know, I don't know, man. Life is interesting. Thirty third year thirty five is I'm interested to see how year thirty six looks so I can look back and see the changes I mm. made. 35 sounds like it's going to be real real to you I ain't even going to lie It is, it is, I agree, I agree You know 35 already look like the Namaste logo So it's giving Okay, yeah, I can't tell like a scab But yeah y'all So I, I don't know if I should pivot Career paths, I'm in a pretty lucrative field But it's just a little complicated with my um. While I do have experience I might need some more certifications Or some government clearances and stuff If I really want to get to the moolah and Government I don't really know clearance, you need food stamps <laughs> I could use that but I need to um, I think sometimes you need endorsement for certain I don't know I, I that's neither, neither here nor there but I'm in that spot right now I'm just like uh, I really love where I work truly I truly do and I'm not just saying it I haven't said that many times about any company but it's, it's the perfect spot of benefits culture and um, pay so wish me luck that's where I'm at with it. Oh, I had to give Hazel her, um, you know, she gets a shot every month. I had to give her her last shot myself. It was, I was so scared, but it really wasn't that bad. So. Oh, that was scary. How did you do it? You put her in a cage and did it? Mm-mm. Is she, hey, now one thing about Hazel, she, she'll let me do stuff. She'll, you know, she's, she's, she listens to me um, when in a controlled environment, but I just have to pinch her skin up like this, like this. And then I take this finger and I create a little, a little hole with this finger and I put the needle in that hole. 
I just mm. gotta do it quick because after a while she start to realize what I'm doing and she starts shaking and stuff. But yeah, um, it's a, it's a process though having to get the um the medicine into the needle. Then you gotta change the needle because um the one that you put the me- the one that you use to get the medicine out is now dull. Doing that, it's a lot. It's a lot. I feel like a darn CNA. <laughs> or I'm, I'm yeah, I was about to say you giving like a dog CNA this quarter. No, for real. But anything for my girl, you know what I'm saying? But it mm. is a process. I can't lie. It's something I got to do every month for the rest of her life. It's so crazy. But anyhow, got to do it again next week. <laughs> got a lot, that. Um, I'm gathering a lot of photos of some really nice plates of food that I'm planning on making. Like My goal this year is to make better looking food and also expand my palate. So this month, um, what I did different is I picked up some eggplant. So I'm going to be trying eggplant. I'm trying um, to do that. I did some uh, sunny side up eggs, which I don't eat at all. And it was actually really good. And then I am going to steam some carrots, like long carrots, like the purple ones. Oh, I've been seeing, yeah, I've been seeing some people oh, cooking stuff like that on TikTok. I love carrots. So, yeah, and I'm working on plating my food. Now, I don't have any desire to go to culinary school, but I actually wouldn't mind it. I would prefer to go to esthetician school and just get like an esthetician license, but I wouldn't mind going to culinary school just just to learn how to flavor my food the proper way and plate my food. I feel like culinary school is one of them things. I think it's harder than you think it is. Not that, not that you can't do it, but I think you're going to be over it because it's a lot of history in it. You got to really learn the science of it. I want to know that. Oh, you do? Okay, you my know, bad. Because, and what made, me, what made me feel like that is because I randomly get booked to go out to these different countries and stuff, and I don't know what to do. So I'm mm-hmm. learning about it as I get there, and I would rather just kind of understand the basis of it just so I can know what to do. Because I feel like even when I went to Italy, I was ordering just like rookie shit. And yeah, so that would be me. Let me get the Alfredo. I was Linguini. eating McDonald's <laughs> in London. I went to London, ate McDonald's. But I feel like if I was more like, I don't know, knowledgeable in different cultures no, besides I think that's Africa good. and Asia, then, you know. Good thing those are continents. Uh, um, don't let you me deflect I mean. on my lap. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> don't let me deflect because I hate school. So I'm like, I get. Let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to the flambe. You see what I'm saying? Give me a um torch so I can burn my um cream toast. brulee. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I'm just, let's see what's ahead, y'all. I've been going through it. I ain't going to lie, but I'm not going to keep harping on it. I'm good. This year has been great so far. We're nine days strong. So let's keep it. Let's keep it going. Mm. My birthday next month. Period. And I'm ready to celebrate. I'm tired of period. We're going to say period. Take the P off. Period. <laughs> That's yeah. too close to idiot. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, I, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got for the people. And that's all I have. <laughs> and what happened to her? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Bye. See ya.